This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661. Hey, I was wondering, time we use your hey, I was wondering, you get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs. Uh, now's your time to shine, Whip. Got okay. this from uh, Kevin. Yeah. Hey, Eric, I was talking with my dad over the weekend, and we were discussing the different phases that we move through here in the state of Illinois, and we can't seem to agree, A, on when phase four starts, and B, what kind of flexibility we'll have when phase four arrives. I was wondering if you could bring some clarity. Thanks. Just wondering, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> uh, but a guy who can and is excited to do so ha. is Whip. Yes. Who just a moment ago was on the edge of that precipice ready to tell us about phase four. Here it comes. Yes. All right. So first of all, let's just clarify that Chicago, you know, has kind of its own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chicago's moving to phase four on July 1st. But some of the things will still be the same this Friday when uh, Illinois as a state moves to phase four. Phase me. Yes. All right. So 50 people or fewer will be allowed to gather. Woo-hoo. All employees will be able this to return. Beginning Friday. Friday. Got it. All employees will be able to return to their workplaces. Health and fitness clubs can open with capacity limits, as opposed to whatever they're doing now. Get in there and blast. Yes. Get your workouts in. Go blast. Get the, you know, now you're a fat guy from the past three months like me. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's time to go in there and kind of half-ass it for about a week and a half, then <laughs> yeah. quit. Yep. Like me. Exactly. Uh, back oh to you. Gosh. Bars and restaurants can open for inside service with capacity oh. limits, too. Do we know what that is? Is that 50% on that? Uh, let me check. I think it is. Okay. Uh, you got uh, 25% capacity under the mayor's plan coming up uh, in Chicago. So, again, they vary, but I think it is 50%. All right. Yeah. Well, I assume the restaurants will know. Okay. Uh, let's see what else um, we have. Uh, what else is there? Do you know if they have to wear the masks inside? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I believe you do. You yeah, have to wear I the think mask, so. Except at your table. Except at your table. Yeah, okay. It's a little hard to eat through it. Well, that's true. Well, that's why I was wondering how, yeah. okay. Pull it down, take a bite, put it back up. Yeah, Pull seriously. it down, take a bite, put it back up. <laughs> yeah, at least the staff will have to wear masks, I think. And yes. so, yeah, you still get uh, retail open, which it is now already, and uh, you get non-essential business people getting go uh, to go back to work. All right, so eat indoors yeah. and uh, gatherings of 50. That's my takeaway. Those so are now the keys. If you were, if you're hoping to have that big summer backyard bash or cookout or whatever. You can Go get 50 it. people back there without uh, the police showing up and giving you a ticket. That's right. And it's Plus, an easy way to be like, well, I can only invite 50 people, so I'm sorry. Which uh, now is a problem because you said that yeah. to the people where you could only invite 10. Yeah. I can only invite 10 people, <laughs> and then you didn't invite them. Now you're like, well, I can only invite 50, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't make the cut in the top 50. I know. All right, so it all gets underway. Friday. Phase four on Friday. I think we're all pretty excited about that. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's going to be interesting then to see next week, although then we're hitting into the 4th of July week, if we'll start to see any difference in traffic then. But Probably maybe not. right after the 4th of July, maybe. I'm going to go Labor Day. La- I okay. Think, I think everybody <laughs> went the Jimmy Kimmel route. Yeah. More on that coming up, too. Okay. All right. Phase four, as I was just saying, we're all very excited about it. Would you have uh, Melissa? Harry Styles wanted Hall and Oates to play his birthday party, but they were too expensive. I know. I hate to be super predictable, but I have to be honest and say Fallout Boy. Uh, Whip, who would you pick? Well, Hall and Oates were my first concert. I've mentioned this before, and I swear to God, I probably would have picked them, but since they've apparently become very expensive, right. uh, we'll go with Counting Crows. Counting Crows. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Violetta. 
Um, I like the band LFO. LFO. You remember them? Yep. Summer Girls. Sure. Uh, Girl on TV. They're just like heartthrobs. Uh, Yvonne, you would choose? FM6. Not to be confused with LFO. <laughs> FM6. OMG. Yeah. Uh, Bill. How about Bruce Springsteen? Springsteen. Ooh, oh, Captain Hollywood. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Karen. Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Nice. Rockin'. Uh, Elvin. Hello. Hi, who would you pick? Crazy Train, Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) At number three, performing your birthday, Chris. I would use a local Chicago band called Dartford Station, the <laughs> Rolling Stones cover. There you go. Nice. The Rolling Stones cover band, you Dartford Station. You wouldn't want the Rolling Station. Stones. <laughs> uh, number two, John. Huey <laughs> Lewis in the news. Huey Lewis. Oh, oh, there wow. you go. What if finally, back? in at number one, you're going to raise an eyebrow, but tell me, after consideration, you wouldn't go to this birthday party just to see what happens. Lauren? Weird Al Yankovic. There you go. <laughs> He's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Which means just, virtually nothing. So we discussed last week. Tell me that you, would, you wouldn't go. All right, I, I'm going to go just to see what happens Absolutely. there. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Is he going to close Lauren's with got, eat it? Lauren's got Weird Al at her birthday party. Let's go see what happens. That's no what I would kidding. Do. I wouldn't go for the music, Lauren. I would just go to see what happens. I yeah. know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Immediate regret. Uh, Jill. Yes, I got a tattoo in Madrid, Spain. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It was very last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's two parallel lines. Um, on the top line, it's two birds standing upright, and on the bottom line, two bird upside down. <laughs> Comedy. Was, yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of a language barrier. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I got it touched up now. It looks a lot better, but yeah, I was what, across the world and almost. What did you want done? <laughs> that uh, where what what happened with the language barrier? What did you request versus what you received? Well, when I received, it just, she was a little annoyed by us two American girls. Um, you really don't want an annoyed <laughs> tattoo artist. No way. I know. <laughs> um, it, you know, she gave me what I wanted. It just didn't look very good. And when I got it touched up in the U.S. Uh, probably two months ago, this guy was like, this girl beat you up. Like, you have scar tissue. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But the it looks a lot better Spaniard now. The old tattoo is not the, not the way to go. Yeah, so I wouldn't you, recommend. As you okay. walked out of the Madrid uh, tattoo parlor, were you strolling down the street full of regret? A little bit. Um, a little tequila went a long way after right. that. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard that helps. <laughs> a rumor has it. Thank you, Jill. Hey, John. Hey, good morning. Immediate regret as you walked out? Yeah, I got a tattoo of some train tracks on my calf, a picture that I took, which I wish I had a cover of uh, my books. Okay. Which actually Melissa has. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I looked at the tattoo when it was done, and normally it's just happy and joy, and it's like, it was like crap. <laughs> it was like, a, yeah. it was yeah. like an oil smudge. Do you, do you, you said it's from the, the cover of your book that Melissa has. Is Melissa reading your book, John? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I sent it to her, okay. So confused. Ten times. Yeah, what's the name uh, of your book? Yeah, what is it? A Collection of Writings. A Collection of Writings. Oh, by yeah. By John with the Railroad I Tracks. I do remember you sending that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That was a while ago. We're going to need a full book report for John <laughs> by the end of the week. Let's get on that. 312-233-1019. Right now, my nostril hurts a little bit, and I didn't even do this, but I could see myself experiencing what Janet did. She got a little overly aggressive and in a hurry yesterday, getting ready for Father's Day in the shower, washing her face. 
and uh, got her hand scrubbing there, and her nostril, her finger, her pinky finger snagged her nostril, went all the way up there. Yeah. That would hurt. Yeah, you know can, how sensitive the inside of your nose is. I could see how that might happen. Marianne, hurt yourself uh, directly related to Father's Day yesterday? Well, I did it to myself, to be quite honest. Yeah. What uh, happened? I just had to get the tattoo on Friday and completely had a with all the drinking and festivities on Sunday and just repeatedly kept smacking it side of the car. Smacking the tattoo, which sounds like it's slang, but not. You said smacking it? Your phone is uh, freaking out a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. Can you check Marianne's phone? Hi, Charlene. Hey. Hurt yourself over the weekend? I did. In an effort to try and help my husband out for Father's Day, I decided to do some yard work for him. Oh, that's nice. So I got up on a ladder, and I had some big cutting tools to try and cut some dead branches down. And you know how sometimes you have to push really, really hard to cut those branches? Well, I popped myself in the chin, and I have a nice, pretty bruise. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're trying to push the chin. Yeah. I'm amazed the number of people doing work on Father's Day, right? Yeah. On behalf of uh, of Dad. Yeah, I got to lighten the load. What happened to you, Violetta? I was making mini weenies uh, wrapped in croissants. Those are my favorite. Yeah, and I thought my dad would like them, and I was rushing because I was late, and I didn't want to be late. And then I burned myself when I was taking the pan out a little bit on my thumb, and it really hurt. Um, and then my dad only ate two weenies. What are the odds? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, come on, there's a plate full. So you, you just hurt your thumb a little bit? Yeah. I don't think the woman who snagged her nostril with her pinky feels bad yeah, for burn you. is a burn. I understand. Uh, Melissa. Yes. Do you remember, and do you remember maybe like it was yesterday, the exact moment when you found out you were pregnant? Absolutely, I is do. Is it vivid in your mind? Very vivid. Is it anything you can share? Was it like you in a Target bathroom? That is, remember, the story was me in the Target bathroom. I swear to God, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I just threw that out. Hmm. Maybe, what? maybe deep in my subconscious, yeah, subconscious, I had it buried, but I, I didn't remember that. I just threw that out. See how weird today is? I went. I to, swear that's the truth. I went to the Target. I was going to go Seven Eleven originally, and for some reason in my head, I said go Target. <laughs> yeah, I went to Target on Roosevelt Road. Uh-huh. Okay, and I went and bought a pregnancy test and couldn't wait, so I went into the Target bathroom. Right. And I did it there. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I was freaking out. Right. And it came out positive. So then I was really freaking out, and I thought maybe it was a mistake. So I went, went and bought, bought another, another one. Right back into the bathroom. And it went right back into the bathroom. Oh, wow. And I did it again, and it came out positive. So I bought one more. Oh, my God. <laughs> I went home. I did it at home. It came out positive, and then I was done. So you thought the environment, maybe it was the Target bathroom's fault. (laughs) I I didn't know. I thought, is something in the air in the Target bathroom? Now, is that, uh, and again, I don't know, and I'm just asking because you've probably talked to uh, friends about this. Is that pretty standard on how women find out they're pregnant? Uh, Usually it's a, you know, get a test and in a a panic or in whatever it might be at the location you are, or is it... I think that, oh gosh, it's real. I think it's so different for everybody now that I think about it. Because my girlfriend, 
thought she might have been pregnant as well. And she was running um, the St. Patrick's Day, like, 5K. And she was with her girlfriends. And they went into the Walgreens and bought one and did it in the Walgreens bathroom. During a 5K? <laughs> right before the 5K like, like, started. Like, well, you know, we're halfway through now. I feel as though I might be pregnant. Let's check now. Yeah. They were all wearing green tutus and everything and, like, the green beads. And right before the run started, she went in the bathroom, found out she was pregnant that's, with her girlfriends, and then they all ran the 5K. That's a lot to think about during a 5K. <laughs> I don't know that I would run the 5K. I might back out at that point. I know. 312-233-1019. Ladies, do you recall vividly the moment you found out, and was it under different different types of circumstances? I mean, like, you know, like Melissa just said, you were getting ready to get rolling on the the St. Patrick's Day 5K and thought to yourself, you know, before I start this, I don't know why it just hit me now, but I feel like I should check now. Yeah. I could have checked at home before I left, right? but I, nope. I think now's a better time. Yep. Or is there anybody that tested like 13 times like Melissa did? <laughs> I swear this thing has to be wrong. I'm going to go for the 13th test. 312-233-1019. You recall the moment you found out, Liz, vivid memory? Vivid memory. I was. It was the night before my first marathon, kind of like the 5K lady, and I took a test, and it was probably positive. I didn't believe it. I took three more the morning of the marathon. <laughs> Still didn't believe it, and Still I spent not. the last eight miles talking to my best friend about it, and now that baby is two, and his name is Miles for all the miles we ran. Oh, oh, what a story. So what a story. I love that. I like how none of you ladies believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's earth shattering, you know? And it takes four, five, seven, 12, 36 tests to reach the acceptance that it's true. <laughs> Megan. Good morning. How are you? Uh, you remember that moment? I do very vividly. It was the middle of the night. I decided I couldn't wait until morning to take it. I took it. It said it was negative. I climbed into bed. I told my husband, another one negative. He came back in a couple minutes later, and he said, real funny. I said, why is that funny? And he said, because it's positive. I just didn't wait long enough. Oh, the one line came? You got to wait that out. Is that how it is? Is it a, is it a one line or two line or a plus or a minus it, or a thumbs up? Or a, they're all different. Yeah, yeah but there's a little one winky more. face, the winky emoji. <laughs> Don't they have a smiley face one now? I think they do. Hey, Melinda. What does that mean, pregnant or not? Good morning. Hi. Uh, you um, found my- out. My husband and I had been trying for a couple years for our second child, and we had gone to the doctor, and they had run some tests on me, went back to the doctor to find out the results, and they told me I was pregnant. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you go me through, walk me through that story again? Yeah, one more time. We had been trying for a okay. couple years, and right. I, you know, we're struggling. And so we went to the doctor to find out, you know, what the problems were. Uh-huh. And so they ran tests, went back to the doctor to find out what the results of the tests were. And they, the blood work showed that I had, I'm pregnant. So I was there you pregnant. go. Right, like you didn't have an issue. Just went to the doctor and found out. Wow. Now, nice. if the doctor had been running his office out of a Walgreens bathroom, <laughs> now that would be the story. <laughs> Top growing up milestones, according to a survey of 2,000 people. What's the one thing we remember where we go, yeah, I was a big boy then. That's when I became a big girl. Yeah. 
877-233-1019. Yes, Gianna. Hi, Gianna. Hello. Hi. I, I got to say, go into the potty. Go and potty. No. Here's what I would say to that. While that is a milestone, is that something you remember? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. That. This is like they ask people to no. recall the moment where they went, "Okay, I'm a big." I, that's when I knew I was a big boy, or big girl. Yeah, because yeah, I remember it myself. You remember going to the potty? No, I remember the moment. All right. That I thought, okay, I'm a big girl. Find out if it agrees with Kim. Hello. You say? I think it's got to be being able to sit in the front seat of the car. Front seat of the oh. car. No. Good one. That's a big day, though. It was a big day. Very. Yeah, big day when you got to move to the front seat of the car. That's right. Yep, yep. Nope. You realized you were a big girl when, Laura? When I went to kindergarten. There it is. Oh. Kindergarten, first day, school, starting really official school. Okay. Big day. Yeah, you remember it vividly. You were a big girl. Yeah. Does it all come back yeah. to you, Laura? Yes, it does. I have my hair in braids and my yeah. nice new dress with my lunch bag. Uh-huh. There you go. That's cute. There you go. You remember going to kindergarten, Melissa? I do remember going to kindergarten. I remember the first day. Who was your teacher? I don't remember that. Uh, Mrs. Idell. In fact, yesterday, this is a weird twist, for Father's Day, uh, my kids decided to go into my dad's basement and dig around. Oh. And they found an old scrapbook from my kindergarten uh, year that has a picture, my class picture with Miss Seidel. Oh, my God. And a thank you note from Miss Seidel for the... uh, for the uh, cologne that I gave her for Christmas. Nice. You gave oh her cologne God. for Christmas. I guess. Hilarious. I don't know. Oh, wow. I'm certain my mom was handling most of that. I don't think I was like, I, I was like, I have got to get down to Nordstrom <laughs> and pick up some Ginette for her. I can <laughs> see you doing that even as a kindergartner. I hope she didn't think it was a hint. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Starting kindergarten is the number one top growing up milestone, followed by walking somewhere alone. Oh, yeah. Yes. Big okay. one. Mm-hmm. Big one when you get to go somewhere alone. Okay. Starting first grade in at number three. Number four, starting preschool. Number five, taking care of your younger siblings. Oh, yeah. Stop growing up milestone. How about this one? Number six, dropped off at the mall or the movies so you could do it alone. Yeah. With your friends. Mm, yeah. That is big. That's a big one. Definitely. Uh, getting ready for school without help. And finally, first date. That's when you realize, you know, we're 16. You're like, finally. <laughs> finally, I'm a grown-up. What was yours, Melissa? So mine was when I realized I'd used my first, what I thought was a big word. And um, instead of just saying, oh, pre-, I used to always say, oh, that's pretty. She's pretty. Uh-huh. Oh, that looks pretty. Uh-huh. I used, that's beautiful. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, I feel so mature right now. Were you like 24? <laughs> I think it was like seven. You remember <laughs> using beautiful and that's the moment you felt grown up? Yep. Wow. Because I thought I was whip? talking like a grown up. Do you remember kindergarten whip? Yeah. Mrs. LaBeouf. There you go. At St. Celestine. Nice. She was beautiful. Yeah. Just like that. Mrs. Seidel, Freeman Elementary. Aurora. Yeah. Hello. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, the moment of growing up, you know, the, the, the moment... Mine's kind of different. I remember in third grade going and hanging out in the playground behind school with all the kids with no supervision, but a lot of kids from my class, right. my age. Right. And all of them from the Catholic school were swearing up a storm. I will never fr- They were just using the F word. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gosh. my God, what have I walked what? into? I know. How do you recall? Remember when you said uh, that uh, you were a little kid uh, driving or walking home smoking? 
Oh, that was another one. Yeah, that's, I thought you guys were bored with that story. Yeah, so yesterday, Father's Day, I made a discovery. Window Well Part 2. Oh now, uh, many of you followed the saga of uh, the two kittens in the window well. Oh, so many people were interested. Right, Rick and Jose is what I named it. The two kittens in the window well. The one day that I got home, I'm like, I hear a cat. And I don't have a cat. Yeah, those little meows. And then I checked uh, the front door, and there was uh, two stick-up notes from uh, the uh, UPS guys. Like, you have a kitten in your uh, window well. So I went over there, and it's got a grate covering it, you know? Hey. Yeah. And I look down, there's two kittens, like, trying to climb up the screen. And they look up at me, and I'm looking at them like, oh, oh now we got to stand off. Oh, no. So I removed the grate, went through a wrestling match with the two kittens. Yeah. Spent, like, a day trying to find somewhere to put them. Finally, the Humane Society, good folks there. We've made up. We've kissed and made up. Yeah. Uh, have the kittens that. give me updates on Rick and Jose. Everything appears to be fine. I'm not a cat guy. I wasn't going to keep them. Yeah, a couple scratches later, but they got taken care of. So I thought I was fine. Mm-hmm. All right, so I put the grate back in place. Yesterday, I can hear scratching and chirping. Scratching and chirping. Okay. Okay. So I go and check the window well, (laughs) and there's a little baby bird in there. There's a baby bird? Now, he didn't appear that small. Okay. Okay. He's small, but not that small. And I look up, and there's a mother robin right on the edge of the grate looking down. So she's chirping, he's chirping. So I'm thinking, all right, well, this is a baby that doesn't fly real well or fell fell out of a nest or something and fell through the grates. I don't know. But he appears to be a little bit older. So I walk out there and I remove the grate again, thinking, okay, fly and be free. Right? I've done my part. You're a bird. (laughs) You'll figure this out. (laughs) Have at it. Yeah, Yeah. I've seen the children's books. Yeah. Right. So I leave. Come back like two hours later. He's still down there. And is the mama bird watching? Mama bird's still up top. Okay. Mama bird's on trying to call 911, fire right. department, yeah, get, come by. Can't figure out what to do. Yeah. So I think, oh, God. Well, it's Father's Day. Aww. So I go, Ethan! <laughs> so I call my son, <laughs> who's 19. I'm like, this, is, this one's yours. I handled kittens. You get this one. Yeah. So, and I got a video of this. Maybe I'll give you the video. Oh, yes, please. So, uh, my son climbs down in there with the bird who I've now named Larry. You always name Larry the Bird. Larry Bird. That's a good bird name. That's even like, a reference I get. Right. Like Larry Bird. Yeah. The, right? the basketball player. Right. Thank yeah, that's you. That's right. So, uh, he's <laughs> down there uh, with Larry. And the next thing you know, he's trying, he's got gloves on and just trying to, you know, help lift Larry out. Mm-hmm. And. The dive bombing starts. Oh, as no. Mother Robins are swooping in. Yeah, what would you Daddy think? Daddy Robins are swooping in, left uh, and right uh, on him. I think you're trying to hurt him. Larry Bird is freaking out. He's flapping all over the place in there. Yeah. And I'm inside <laughs> through the window taking a video going, just grab him. Oh, my just God. Just grab him. Oh, my God. So eventually, my son was able to get his hands on Larry. Okay. And gently lift him out and just like. Put him in the grass, right, yeah. right, right, and then make a run for it. Because okay. I mean, you know, he's, birds are coming in from all angles, dive bombing him. You know, trying to protect Larry, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't understand what's happening. Right, can't blame them. <laughs> so Larry is just sitting in the grass, and we can see him out the window. He's just sitting there. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh no, something's wrong. Oh no, you know, now he's injured or something. Right now, some hawk's going to come by right. and really ruin the oh, story. Oh my god, the cat who had the kittens yeah. is going to come back and eat Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So I, I I decided I'm going to give it a half hour. I'm going to give it a half hour, and if I come back and Larry Bird is still there, 
And I'm going to call the Humane Society again oh and go God. down this road. You know, yeah. I understand why they don't answer your call. Right. Yeah. I came back a half hour later. Larry was gone. Oh, thank oh, God. Oh, God. Well, someone got him. Okay. So I'm assuming he's able to fly. He's he older. Out. Yeah. And able to fly. Maybe mom and him walked over to where they needed to be. But Probably. why is it that that window well, that great for some reason, seems to be a magnet for wildlife activity? Maybe yeah. the top comes off sometimes when your kids sneak out. I don't know that that's the case. Ah. They're, they're beyond the age they need to sneak out. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> really? I, you know what they do? They just get them walk out. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's pretty rough on those college age kids. Right. And they're like, yeah. I might be back. I might not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. really got to the sneaking out point. Okay. Yeah. Good. So I don't know why that it's is. It's weird because I yeah. would think that the cats would have left their cat scent in there and yeah. a bird wouldn't want to go near it. Well, that's why I think the bird well, had to have fallen yeah, in there, right? right? right, right. So I'm afraid to go, like, what's going to happen? Like, is there going to be a puma in there or something? A Probably. <laughs> Definitely like, a cougar. Open the window. Like, oh, yeah. oh, my God, it's a puma. Probably. You are not. I think so. <laughs> I uh, need a little help. 312-233-1019. And Melissa can't stand her own breath. That's what we've learned this morning when she puts on a mask. She's like, oh, my God, how does Zoom Jim even get within 10 feet of me? <laughs> you guys, it's so gross. Hi there, Nurse Dawn. Yes. I'm wearing a mask all day. What do you uh, advice can you offer and what experience do you have with that? Yes, it is. It's very hot. And I agree with Melissa. It does get to you after a while, and the breath does get really bad. Huh. How long does that generally take? Um... Well, if you drink coffee, I agree it's right away. Right, but, right. That kind of goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Melissa seemed shocked yeah. by that. I was caught <laughs> off guard. Yeah. <laughs> and then after you're wearing it, like probably after like eight nine hours, it's really and it does oh get my wet God. and moist. Oh and my God! Oh. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a petri dish of hell. Mm. Uh, hi, Nicole. Ugh. Hi. Hi. Uh, you have some advice? Uh, no advice, but I have to wear one for nine hours a day too. I work in a daycare. I have a question. Um, when you're wearing it, does taking a break help, or is it almost like getting back to it is worse than the second time? I think getting back to it is worse. Right? Yeah, you got to rotate I, those masks. Yeah, you really I feel like do. my face is breaking out from it, too. Mm-hmm. Your what is? I'm sorry? My face. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like another, around your mouth. Another uh, forgotten component in all of it. Hi, Janice. Yes. Hi, uh, you have mask uh, mask situation for Melissa. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, the one thing I will say, not so much the breath, but wearing the N95 all day, you start getting forgetful. Like, the, as they say, that you get too much of the CO2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so not so much of the uh, the breath. I mean, the mask sometimes smells. Wait a minute. You're but... telling me that you're wearing the, the N95, you're getting a lot of CO2 in there, and the carbon dioxide is causing you to forget things? Yeah, all of my colleagues say the same thing. They're like, my memory, I feel like it's not so good anymore. Because Which is really what, not what you want for your doctors and nurses. No, I had my yeah. girlfriend who's a nurse told me that somebody passed out. She was wearing the N95 mask in her car and got into a car accident because she wasn't getting enough oxygen. Yeah. I, I mean, like how you talk like this. Oh, well, <laughs> it's like because it's like it's. It, it's just so unhealthy. I don't know how the healthcare workers and everybody else that has to car? wear That's the question. Don't. <laughs> Why was this person wearing it in the car? You see people wearing masks in the car. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I know that they say, and everybody brings that up too, why are they wearing masks in the car? And I did hear from somebody who said that 
they have uh, they have a mother who rides with them occasionally who's immunocompromised. Uh-huh. So when they pick so them they up, it won't be in the right, car? they don't want it to be in the no, car. Makes okay. sense. Yeah, for those kind of moments. Hey, Susie. Hi. Can Susie. you help Melissa out? I can't. Her breath is uh, killing us. Can you do something about it? <laughs> Shut up. I mean, it would it would <laughs> knock a horse her. over. She pulls that mask off, <laughs> and you can just see paint start to peel. Oh, my God. <laughs> awful. Is, oh, my God. It is rough stuff. What <laughs> advice can you offer? Um, Actually, I was given the suggestion that you put essential oils. I have a ruler that has spearmint on it, uh-huh. and you could do any one of them, but um, mm. you just roll just a little because you don't want it to be too right. overpowering. Like a, just a little, little penzoil of- on there, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> put some oil on there, and you're good to Man, go. I never thought of that, but that is a great idea. Learning a lot. It's the mix. <laughs> A lot of uh, quick headlines, a lot of developments with the celebrities, some young, some old. We've got them all for you. Nice. We can wrap up. Watch how this one wraps up. Hey, Cinemark is going to reopen all of its U.S. movie theaters by July 17th. Oh, yeah. AMC made a similar uh, statement a couple days ago, too. Will you be going to the movies at all when they reopen in two and a half weeks? Three weeks? Mm, Three weeks. Yeah, I think because they're going to have everybody wearing masks, I think I'm okay. You don't have any problems or issues with that? Not if they have people wearing masks. Okay. Remember how we didn't we say last week like movies were kind of gross anyway? Like we're, we had it on this, we had discussion on the show like movie theaters. You know, you got they're, the, they're dirty, oh, anyway. right, sticky right. seats, and all right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought you meant the actual movies were gross. Oh. <laughs> well, usually not, yeah. but some are. <laughs> if you pick the wrong one, yeah. Uh, Cardi B documented herself getting her chest piercings. If you want to talk oh, gross. That's gross. What is she doing? I don't know. Uh, try to get attention, oh, maybe? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Documented herself getting a series of chest piercings on her Instagram. Cardi showed the process of getting the piercings. One on her lip uh, in painful detail. The two new piercings she got on her skin are police placed underneath one she already has, creating a vertical line. I don't know. It sounds yeah. really gross and weird, though. Offset was there holding her hand the whole oh, time. He's a sweet man that way. Uh, Heather Locklear gets engaged to her high school sweetheart. That so if you weird, huh? you went to school with somebody hot and famous, hold out hope. Right. <laughs> can, she can go through the entire, one day work out for you. She can go through the entire hair metal community first and then get right. back to you. Yeah, her uh, new boyfriend is a guy named Chris Heiser, who she went to high school with and now has everything that Richie Sambora and Tommy Lee had. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you'd think he'd be like, yeah, oh, maybe boy. I'll pass. Oh, boy. Uh, Alanis Morissette is releasing the 25th anniversary edition of Jagged Little Pill, remastered with uh, the remastered videos and so much more. Does it seem like she's been releasing this right. for about 25 years? I've heard about that a long time But every ago. year she releases something to do with Jagged Little Pill. Well, she's so chill. Well, also remember, probably, yeah. you know, there were supposed to be a, a tour, which would have yeah. been this summer, like right now, and they probably started selling tickets a year ago. That's probably it. Yeah. You guys yeah. smell something? I smell something. You know what I smell? The Grateful Dead. Oh. And not that smell. Grateful Dead announced a new line of deodorant. What? Yeah, that's right. They'll sell just about anything. Definition of irony. Uh, Ensuing freshness and attention to detail. (laughs) Grateful Dead deodorant sticks come in five different scents. You can get Skull and Roses. That's Lavender and Rose. Sunshine. That's Blood Orange. Working Man's. That's Cedarwood and Juniper. Timber. That's Douglas Fir and Sage. And the classic unscented Grateful Dead deodorant. Unscented. Unscented, Yeah, huh? nothing smells like pot, though. So, <laughs> the Grateful Dead. And you can't smell it anyway if you've got that mask over your face, and all you can smell is Melissa's coffee breath, which, by the way, seriously, will shatter glass. Right. Would you knock it 
we learned <laughs> last God. hour Melissa's breath. <laughs> oh, you are terrible. It's It'll kicking. change your life. Uh, <laughs> the bridal face mask is a new wedding accessory trend in the COVID-19 pandemic. Now a lot of brides, as we talked about last week, because we had a whole bridal segment last week, a lot of brides are accessorizing their face masks uh, with their bridal party to the dresses. Right. Okay. It's a whole look. Yeah, you got to coordinate, and they have to be pretty. They can't be ugly when you have this gorgeous dress on. It's hard to pull off a pretty face mask. Well, you got if you have to wear it, you got to try to make it look good. Yeah, you look a lot better than you do at the Oakland McDonald's that gave workers doggy diapers for face masks. They're like, what? we don't have any face masks. Here are some dog diapers. Just put those on your face. Be creative. And after oh about a week, gosh. the employees went, I'm pretty certain we could sue for this. Health <laughs> oh authorities have said there's a certain amount of leeway in what materials can be used for face coverings, but they have never suggested using doggy diapers or coffee filters as workers at a McDonald's in Oakland say they were told to do, and they're now filing a lawsuit. Wow. Yes. No, I didn't. I saw, I saw you raising your hand. No, I was scratching my back. Oh, got it. I, it got an itch. Uh, this one's for you, Violetta. There's a nightclub that's reopening with a casket party in Los Angeles. Casket party? Uh, that's a, the cool, trendy thing to do right now. Okay. Uh, a Los Angeles nightclub celebrated its reopening by having models jump out of caskets while holding <laughs> champagne bottles. Okay. Okay, that's weird. Normally, they jump out of cakes. Yeah, now they're jumping out of caskets. The Penthouse Day Club spent $20,000 on their grand reopening. The models wore face masks. And poured champagne for guests. None of the guests were social distancing. That's a problem. That is a lot less sexy. There's a petition that's calling for Columbus, Ohio to be renamed Flavortown. Why? Uh, That sounds about right. Why? Do you know who Columbus, Ohio is named after? Christopher Columbus? Yeah, there's, you know, it's not a popular thing to be named after Christopher Columbus. No, but I thought, where's the flavor come from? Oh, I see. Uh, why rename Columbus to Flavortown? The new name is twofold. For one, it honors Central Ohio's proud heritage as a culinary crossroads. It is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And one of the nation's largest test markets for the uh, food industry. Secondly, celebrity uh, Guy Fieri was born in Columbus, so oh. naming the city in honor of him would be mm. superior to its current name, says the petition. So they want to change the name of the town to honor Guy Fieri now. Sure. You better have some mm. kick-ass restaurants in that yeah, town if that you happens. Better. you got to live up to that. Yeah. Speaking of kick-ass restaurants, Burger King yes. is giving out dollar whoppers on TikTok if, a, if you post a video of yourself dancing. Speaking of your TikTok. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. It's all up to you. Burger King will give customers the opportunity to get a whopper for just a buck. There is a catch. You have to post a video of you dancing on TikTok. Follow Burger King on the app and use the hashtag Whopper Dance. You know, they'll do they'll do they do a lot of advertising. TikTok's <laughs> baby fart challenge has gone viral. Yeah, you know, we just did what's hot <laughs> on the talk. You missed this one. Have you seen uh, the baby fart challenge, Violetta? No, I haven't. Uh, the challenge, simply called Baby Fart Challenge, involves moving the baby's legs in a specific way that's designed <laughs> to make the baby fart. Oh, I got to see this. Oh, On no. TikTok, the hashtag, hashtag Baby Fart Challenge has over 22 million views. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what, yeah. And since finally mm-hmm. on Weekend Wrap-Up, we're on farting. Guy fined for farting, quote, with full intent, end quote, at the police. <laughs> Yeah, a man in Vienna, Austria has been fined $565 for intentionally breaking wind loudly in front of police. They added loudly. Mm. A local newspaper says the fine stemmed from an incident, the incident that took place June 5th, and that the offender was fined for offending public decency and provocatively and uncooperatively dealing with the police during an encounter with officers that preceded the incident. Oh, no. Do not fart at the police. <laughs> 
This is the Eric in the Morning podcast brought to you by ComEd. ComEd is suspending disconnections and waiving any new late charges through at least July 1st. If your service has already been disconnected, please call us at 800-334-7661.